Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> just listening to Ferrario's update, and we'll get to Chris Carver here in just a moment, but, I mean, the NFL, like the brazen cash grab that they are doing right now of, hey, we got to play this game. Yeah, I know that two more Ravens tested positive less than 24 hours ago. It's fine. It's fine. We got this outbreak. It's totally under control. But we've got to play not at 7 o'clock in primetime. we got to get this bad boy at 342. That's when the kickoff's going to be. 342. Because, you know, they've got that lighting ceremony in New York. You think what? I threw shade there on the update? Wait to hear Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, whose entire week has been screwed oh. up because of this. Oh, those guys. Poor guys in limbo. It's got to be brutal. It's just... I. I the NFL, man, they are not messing around. They are not going to that week 18, no matter what happens. No chance. With former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Thrilled to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Our guy Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues joining us here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, always appreciate the time, man. Let's start things off with this. What is the latest that you were hearing with these NHL negotiations? Is it sounding like it's going to be closer to February 1st now for the start? We will get Chris Kerber. Kerbs, you got us. Sorry there, fellas. Got you there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the exact time, but yeah, obviously the January first goal that they had talked about for so long—that that's not realistic now. Um, but yeah, I got to think, Brandon. You are looking to mid-January uh, to, to late January, early February, and, and it's just a matter of right now. Eventually, you just end up in, in a situation where you literally are just talking about. I mean, actual time you need. In other words, look at it this way. If you've got U.S. players or players from around the world that are not currently in their NHL Canadian cities, unless something changes with the government there, when they come in, they'll have to quarantine for two weeks. If that's the case, you know, then, then whenever they decide to start arriving, you got to figure it's a minimum of two weeks after that for them just to uh, just to hit training camp. So I've talked to Craig Berube. He seems to – he really believes that they'll be fine with a two-week training camp. So you got to figure three to four weeks, right, minimum, if, if you put those two things together? Yeah, I would say for sure that that's what you're looking at. And I, I guarantee, Curbs, that they're going to scrap most of the preseason. They'll get a couple of games in there. Uh, but they're not going to want to risk, you know, that stuff before the season starts because the urgency to play the season is definitely going to be at the forefront. Now, wh- what are you hearing out there as far as some of the, I guess, protocols that will be in place? Because with the NFL, 
right now. We talked about it in the opening, like the Ravens and the Steelers. That has become an ongoing joke right now as far as just getting the game played. Um, you know, what is the NHL going to look to do to try and limit some of these problems based on the fact that they've got so many games to play? Yeah, you, you know what, uh, Jamie, I, I think that based on the protocols that they had going into phase two of getting restarted, right, and then how they went into the bubble, the protocols they're going to have to follow, you got to figure, are going to be somewhere in the middle of all that. Somewhere in the middle of all that. So, you know, I expect guys to have to be able to get tested, you know, every couple of days during camp. Um, I, I would expect, obviously, all the cleanliness things to happen, and you know, everything, of course, is, you know, all based on what, how things shake out vaccine-wise and eventually how that plays into picture as you get into February and March. But, you, you know, I, th- those protocols are all going to be in place. What, what you also see, and you, you don't have to look far to, to realize this. I mean, this is not – it is hard and complicated in terms of how you're going to get the logistics going. But what is needed, that's not hard. In other words – you know that you're going to need flexibility. I mean, you guys are laughing right now about what the NFL is doing, right? So, I mean, if we if we think about that, you get these other teams going, you might have to say, okay, the Blues are going to be playing the Blackhawks, you know, tonight. Well, that gets canceled. Okay, can they play tomorrow and then fly out of Chicago after there and go back to back? So those, the, the flexibility of the scheduling to me, guys, is what's really going to end up being one of the real ultimate keys to, to pulling this off. And listen, I'm not worried about getting going just to get going. I, I really am not. Uh, and, and the reason for that is, is I don't think you're in a race with the NBA. I mean, I don't, I just, you're, you're not trying to steal viewers from the NBA or vice versa or things like that. I think the way NHL marketing is and the way these, you know, the ratings are so regionalized on so many different levels. I think that when you get it going, you're going to have a great level of excitement to go from there. And, and, the quality of the product and how you present the product at that point is the thing that matters most versus we have to be out there by, you know, this amount of time because this league is going and that league is going. I really just think that it's a matter of getting it more right and getting the product good. And, and that'll be, I think, a big difference for, for these uh, for NHL teams. So, Curbs, we talk about flexibility of schedule, right? And you brought up a great point there. If the Blues are scheduled to play the Blackhawks, let's say, on a Saturday night, and for some reason they can't do it, they look at Sunday, maybe Monday afternoon, whatever they have to do to kind of get it done. The, my question, I guess, ultimately, and this is more of an opinion-based question, is is it in the league's best interest to not worry about getting 10 15% attendance in the, in the stands in order to keep that flexibility, to keep the logistics uh, logistical problems down of having to refund tickets or, or have them go to a different night or move people around. I don't know. It's just a question I've got. Like I said, it's opinion-based. Would it be easier for the league to maintain these games without fans in order to keep that ultimate flexibility? Yeah, you know, that's a spectacular question there, Jamie, because you are right. I mean, to to a degree, your flexibility really is increased when you're not I guess when you when you're not dealing with whether or not you're having to deal with fans that are already planning on coming things along those kind of lines that said I think that decision more towards your question I think the decision really comes down to more along the lines of how many fans do you need to put into the building to be able to justify the expense of putting the fans in the building if, if that makes any sense so 
whether that's 25%, 50%, 35%, I don't have the answer to that. But at some point in time, opening up just to open up is not always the best of things. You know, you can open up without fans and not have to worry about certain staffing issues that you'd have to worry about the moment you open up for, for fans. So that's, that is also part of the discussion, no doubt. We're talking to Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, last night I was reading a story from Jeremy Rutherford, and it was basically a survey for Blues fans to take. And I wanted to ask you one of the questions that he asked in this. I think it's an interesting one. What excites you the most about the 2021 Blues? Like, what is the number one thing that Chris Kerber is interested in uh, watching? Just to give you a few of the options that he kind of went through, and you don't have to pick one of these, but uh, just to kind of throw these out there, he mentioned Robert Thomas taking a bigger role, Jordan Cairo getting a real shot, Krug's debut, Pareko taking over as the number one defenseman. What is the number one thing that Chris Kerber is excited about for the 2021 St. Louis Blues? Yeah, for me, style of play. Right now, I mean, I know that that may sound kind of general, I guess, in that sense. But but if you think about it, the adjustments that this team's going to have to make with no Petrangelo, inserting a crew, the second season of Falk, Bennington, Billy Huso, guys, is a huge part of this, a huge part of this. When we talk about the flexibility of schedule, Billy Huso is going to have to win you some games if you are going to make the playoffs. Now that, that, that second goaltender is going to be critical. So then you move to the forwards, and you know we've talked plenty about Zach Sanford and can he play in that top six? How does Robert, all that part? To me, it comes down to the style of play demanded by Craig Berube and then how they manipulate that style of play. Um, are they going to be able to adjust when fatigue sets in? Do they play a slightly different style You know, when guys are getting a little worn out from some of the travel or playing a uh, condensed number of games, whatever that may be? So I, I, I honestly, like, like I can pick about 15 different storylines with individual players, but overall, I honestly got, I'm just excited about seeing Craig Berube coach this team and the style of play and the fire in their belly that they come out with now that they're no longer defending champs and want to get back out there and win again. Well, Curves, I know we're all certainly looking forward to watching that. We're looking forward to hearing you on the call whenever that day does come. We always appreciate you hopping on with us here on Ribs and BK. Curbs, have a good one, man. All the best to you and the family. All right, fellas. Have a terrific week, and we'll talk to you soon.